leave. Uh, just go take a break. Just, yeah, just I, need, get... I need a break. I've right. been on for fucking... Well, hours. right. Uh, just, it's busy, man. Just 20 minutes. Just get in my face. 20 minutes? Right. Yeah. I yeah. long enough to have a beer. Well, it's going to have to be. Right, I'm taking half an hour. Right, just... <sighs> Hello, good evening, and welcome. Or good morning, good afternoon, whatever time this well, is that you're evening choosing for us. I suppose. And welcome to Grapefruit and Cheese. Grapefruit and Cheese. The drinks podcast. The drinks podcast. This is Don't our, you forget. This is our second beer break podcast. Yeah, it? the beer break. What is the beer break, Jamie? Um, well, it's our little mini show, just the two of us. Um, well, with all the content we're going to speak about today, don't know how many it will be. Yeah, um, lots on the list. Lots on the list. Yeah. So we'll try to work through it all. On the cards. Yeah, um, but hopefully we can keep up this relatively regular sort of podcast cycle going. Yeah. Especially now with um, the exciting news that we're now even more easy to listen to. There's no oh, no, excuses, no excuses. No excuses. <laughs> Uh, now, when people will say, oh yeah, no, I found you, but I've not actually uh, listened to you yet, yeah. um, which we hear quite a lot. Uh, we're now on Spotify. Yeah, that's amazing. Well done, Jamie. Thanks Jamie sorted that out for us. Yeah, no, I had a couple of meetings last week, uh, yeah. the, the big boys at Spotify finally got us on. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna, what we're going to get, like five grand per, per episode, is that what you, were saying? What you told uh, me? Got, yeah, like, agreement was sort of five grand um, when per episodes, when our episodes have at least... Um, Ten million Ten, no, no, yeah, 150 <laughs> listeners. Right. So we're probably another three years away from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a start. It's a start nonetheless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a second beer break podcast. Thanks everyone who listened to the first one. Yeah. Whether it was on your beer break or not. And uh, can I just say a big fuck you to everyone who didn't? Yeah. Okay, because they're not listening anyway, so it's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I mean, I was going to say maybe you're a little bit grumpy because you've uh, you've had uh, a bit of a tough start to the month, haven't you, Dave? I, yeah, I guess. And it's going to be even more tough going forward, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so my girlfriend and I, uh, we have pledged that we're going to be pescatarians for the month of February. And how's that going for you, Dave? It's, I didn't know, I, nobody said it was easy, but nobody says it was going to be this hard, as Copley wow. once said. <laughs> <laughs> it's fuck. It's it's honestly it's playing havoc with my my whole system, mm. psychologically, emotionally, uh, physically, especially. I'm very tired. I need I need iron. I need red meat. I need pork. That these are the things I need, and I'm not getting these things. Yeah. Being a pescatarian, but you know it's it's. Uh, you know, it's all for the best. It's gonna be a challenge. Mm. Yeah, because like we were talking about it earlier, I, you know, on the reg, meat, red meat. Whether it be chicken, I know chicken is a red meat. <laughs> you know, chicken, pork, beef. I eat it three times a day, like at every single meal, and I just thought it'd be a challenge, and just you know, just push my body to the limits, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, been going to the gym, been you know, I'm almost, I'm almost doing like what normal people do in January, like you know, like January is normally the month people go to the gym and that, but yeah. I'm doing it in February. Oh, you're always at the gym, you? Yeah, I try my best, but uh, but I, I I injured my foot. And uh, I've not been able to exercise as much, and I put on like a fucking stone. Yeah. And I just thought, I, I don't know, I need a bit of a change. I need to change things up a little bit. So I decided to make myself miserable and not eat any meat. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, but it's been five days, and it's fucking horrible. In yeah, any case, but, I mean, on top of that as well, it's, um, it's been a, it has been, I mean, it's like, it's been a tough old sort of stretch yeah. for you, isn't it? Not just for me, but yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I, I, I just ma- managing a bar is just fucking horrible, isn't it, Jamie? Yeah. You know, you know this. And sometimes the staff just yeah. are pain in the dick as well. Yeah. All your one <laughs> member of staff, you look at. But no, it's just uh, it's just shit, isn't it? Uh, like, what, what, what are you pulling there, Jamie? What are we drinking this week? Yeah, um, well, we're drinking lovely Jägermeister Manifest. Oh, again. I'm a kind of regular thing for the podcast now, which is lovely. So I, n- I never thought I'd be a Jaeger drinker, but it's uh, it's actually grown on me. Yeah. And uh, you've got a nice wee glass of white wine there. I do. I have a lovely organic Torontes. Mm-hmm. And I've got a nice wee beer lab. We're recording at Nonya. Um, yeah. Upstairs. Our bar. Yeah. Not our bar. No. We don't own this bar. No, we don't. Maybe one day, yeah. Yeah. Oh. This yummy biggie. I'm going It's incredibly cold in the bar today. Yeah. Has me for the past few days. We had a bit of an exciting weekend, didn't we? Oh yeah. All sorts of things went on. Um, the old power issues. No, no heating for a little while. We're yeah, we've, we've, we've had electronics uh, issues. Gremlins. Yeah. I like to call it. I had to call up all of our um, all of our, our our tables on a Friday night to tell them you don't have a table anymore. Some of them with like fifteen minutes notice as well. Oh yeah. There were some birthdays there. A couple as of well. birthdays. Yeah. Tables, at, tables at 10 that they, they couldn't find any other you know places to, to fulfill oh we should laugh about it no no but, yeah, nah, yeah. but yeah, these things happen to me you yeah. know and it's like and, and I think that that's what people outside hospitality don't understand they get a phone call telling them they can't have the table and they, they don't realise that it's, it's completely out of our hands there's a power failure in our building and what the fuck what are we supposed to do I know. are we supposed to give out vouchers I mean it's better than not phoning them and them all turning up expecting to get a table isn't it well that's more for our benefit than theirs <laughs> them up. yeah I suppose so yeah. Um, but but have, have you had, have you felt a big difference the past few months, like for not being a manager anymore? Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's just it's, it's a kind of weight off the mind, isn't it? It's so a weight like off a, the mind. Um, generally doing less hours as well. If you're yeah. not a manager. Yeah. Um, and for me though, it's about accountability. Like, see, even when you're not here. Yeah. You're, I, I'm, I'm thinking about the place just constantly, yeah. and, and that, t- that takes its toll psychologically. Yeah, to be fair, for me here, sure I do, I do think about the place a lot. Oh no, I, yeah, I, I, but I, I from get, a very different you're perspective. Because you the only bothered about it. <laughs> <laughs> from a very different perspective, where I'm, for me, in my position here, I'm mainly able to just think about the creative side of it. Yeah. Whereas obviously for you, you've got a whole other side on top of that that you worry about and think about and have to be conscious about. Yeah. And you know, there's some, you know, if the owners aren't available you're almost like the other person that people would need to get in contact with about things yeah. as well so no, there's that whole yeah. thing outside of work that happens and it's just given me a whole other level of empathy for, for what you were doing like when, yeah. when I worked with you at the uh, at the Kimmerhoff Cafe in the Finiston because you, you know, were my manager yeah I was miserable all the time yeah not all the time most and now, of the time now you're just miserable yeah yeah just for completely different reasons <laughs> 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 but let's not let's not be too downbeat yeah, um, I'm because there's been, some, there's been some there's been some great news in Glasgow. I'm in a hasn't bloody there? good mood. There's been some great news. Want to name some of those good well, news? Well, I think one in one of the, the best, biggest cocktail competition wins for a Glasgow bartender in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, going down to London, beating guys from all over the UK in a national final, getting the chance to go over to Chicago. Mm. Um, uh, one of my favourite people on the planet. Um, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We Danny from Cumberland Cafe. I'm so boy. proud of him. Some uh, boy. He's uh, worked incredibly hard, and he does work incredibly hard all the time. Uh, he's got two jobs, pretty much two full-time jobs. At Mental. Talk um, so speaking about being run down. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's uh, one of the most committed people for bartending to to bartending that I've um, I've ever met, and he deserves yeah. deserves it massively. That's good. He's going to be representing 
not just Scotland but Glasgow yeah. uh, you know in, in this yeah, kind of global comp yeah. amazing and not just Scotland the UK yeah like, abs- uh, like, and what is the comp it was uh, for Few mm. Rye which is a Chicago based distillery Few Rye Few Rye there's a Chicago based distillery um, that uh, makes lots of wonderful products lots of gins but this was for the, the rye I believe but that wasn't the only good news is it? I mean we launched our new cocktail list upstairs didn't oh, we? oh yeah that's I mean everyone's talking about that Jimmy yeah um, I mean, it was the most spectacular of all cocktail list launch nights I've ever had because really? this was the night where the power went out oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so for the for sort of the hour after the power went out when we were trying to figure everything out and Dave and I were behind, well taking in turns to be behind the bar and make drinks in the dark kind yeah. of on a cocktail list that we weren't quite 100% sure in all the specs yeah. <laughs> and didn't know where things were it was uh, it was certainly something to behold oh but it was yeah. such an anticlimax actually working like <laughs> Working a good like 50, 55 hours this week, like prepping this list. Yeah. And then the night we launch it, there's a catastrophic power failure. Within about two and a half hours of yeah. launching it. Yeah. Again, not to dwell upon horrible news. What other yeah. good news is this, Jamie? Well, a friend, on, another on, good friend of ours. Yeah, well, on Sunday, uh, when I finished here at five, I uh, went with a couple of pals to um, GCC. Now, what is GCC, some may ask? Well, you'll be hearing all about Jimmy. it. Jamie. What is GCC? Well, it stands for I'm one Glas- of these people Glasgow asks. Cocktail Club, mm-hmm. and it is the, <laughs> the new uh, the new venue uh, the, the, to take over the top floor of a uh, a building in Ashton Lane, which uh, for those who haven't been to Glasgow. It's kind of like that Diagon Alley place that people Oh, that's talk about. dead fancy. Yeah, it's like, you know, the, this is tiny. Like, there's very few places on that street. Yeah. But it's... Ashton Lane is swanky, though. It is swanky. It's always been swanky. Mm. And um, this place has opened up, and it's been opened up um, with the general manager of one of our very good friends and podcast guest, Ryan Merritt. Yeah. Um, Amazing. And listen, you, and... I was actually listening back to that podcast with Ryan Merritt uh, the other day. It was... I've, I've, Absolutely phenomenal yeah. podcast. I loved nice. it. I've not listened to it. Yeah. We did actually say at the time we would do another one with him and do the rest of the film because it was about cocktail, remember? We didn't actually get to finish everything we wanted to say. Yeah, there's so much to talk about in that yeah. film. Yeah, but it's actually been open. He um, has hired another podcast, our first ever podcast guest, I believe. Yeah, Callum Yeah. yeah. Um, which was, uh, so yeah, it was great to see them. And yeah. uh, still in the kind of soft launch phase, there's still some stuff they're trying to do, but the list looks great. And in with fact, those two serving the drinks, it's, it's yeah. going to be great. So. Both those people are going to be on the broadcast very soon again. Cal McMillan? Yeah, no, I did forget to tell you, Cal McMillan uh, oh, right, takes okay. me the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I should tell you about this off, off yeah. the podcast, but yeah, yeah Cal wants to be on again. Okay, we'll just yeah. edit this all out. No. Fine. No, we won't. Anyway. Okay. Um, so why don't we move on to uh, another segment? Are we Cocktail of the Week? Have you got one this week? I've got a Cocktail of the Week, yeah. yeah. Controversial, Jimmy. Oh, is it the controversial? No, <laughs> um, the, no, I don't actually know about it. For once, I don't actually know what the cocktail. Should we say what con- controversial is? So well, you can tell the listener what the controversial. Well, the, the I I worked in a little place called FF Finsbury Flatiron. It was a steak restaurant, and uh, we did some cocktails. That's the kind of reason they brought me in. But we did a Prince night, and uh, we uh, we had a a, a Prince themed cocktail menu. And it was just loads of Prince puns, essentially. We had a uh, raspberry beret. It was a raspberry flavour cocktail. We had, um, what did we have, Jamie? We had little red courgette. Nice. <laughs> it was a courgette that had been dyed red. Um, oh. Yeah, but we also had a uh, controversy. Nice. And that was a cocktail which uh, didn't contain any Cointreau, 
but did contain another triple sec grand money. Grand money. And that was the controversy. Yeah. So the controversy was that there was no control in the cocktail. Absolutely amazing. I know. It's the best idea of ever. I think it's one with. of the best ideas I've ever it's had. It's the yeah. single thing I'm most proud of in all the things I've ever done it's, ever it's, in it's my phenomenal. life. Yeah. 28 years old. Anyway. To come up with a name in the first place is great, but then to decide to not have control. To <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> that was yeah, that's to go over the edge. Yeah. What, are we yeah. about, what? what are we talking about? Uh, cocktail of the week. Cocktail of the week, right. <laughs> So my cocktail of the week, Jamie, is the wine spritzer. Oh. The white wine spritzer. Right. 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 So I, I thought this would be a bit contra- controversial. Right. Because There's no control in the white wine spritzer either. Because is it a cocktail, Jamie? Mm. And I thought this could spark perhaps a debate about what is a cocktail? Is yeah. a gin and tonic a cocktail? Is a white wine spritzer a cocktail? Yeah, is a Manhattan a cocktail? A Manhattan is just... A few, just two or, or three ingredients. Yeah. I mean, in, in a white wine spritzer, is two ingredients. It's wine and soda and ice. Is it a, is it a cocktail? Oh, so yeah, so how would you... It's obviously not a spirit mixer because it's not a spirit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but then would you... So for me, my, um, my first bar job... Uh, was in Spain, right. which was the place. Which was in the place. Uh, Spain was the place that kickstarted, in a lot of ways, this whole uh, the gin balloon right. craze for goblets. gin and tonics, the, the goblets. goblets yeah, which and the crazy garnishes and like five different garnishes per drink and stuff. For mm-hmm. the, so in Spain, for me, when I started making drinks, gin and tonic was one hundred percent a cocktail. You right. know, it was. It's you know, it's a massive pour. It's a huge drink, and it was it was seen as a cocktail, right? For me, gin and tonic is is obviously a cocktail because it's I mean, well, I mean it's three ingredients as well. What's the, so lime being the third gin one? tonic and some kind of some kind of garnish, some kind of citrus, something a but some then kind of booster. Some vodka coca cocktail because you would you would this generally is, see this is the generally put in, <laughs> you would generally put in maybe some lemon or some orange yeah if you're fancy. Um, is it maybe not on the perception of the person buying that drink, what they are getting, what they are getting in return, because mm. there's always that joke of you know. You're, you're adding... I, worked at, I worked in a pub, uh, but we did cocktail. The only cocktail we did was lager and lime. Mm. Uh, lager and lime cocktail. So no, th- th- because, this no. is this is a good. Uh, this might be a good road to go down for the definition mm-hmm. because you're adding value to the to mm. the ingredients by whether it be a, some kind of method or some kind of. Um, uh, some kind of modification that you're you're doing to these ingredients, um, it's, but it's all very it, it, it's all very unclear. It's all very because what, what sparked this is you. you uh, we were sitting having a lovely uh, kind of snack with my girlfriend before we uh, before we started, and we were talking about what, what was it, Jamie? We were talking about a podcast. Um, well, no such thing as a fish. No such thing as a fish. And yeah. I, called, I, I said, what, "Why is it called no such thing as a fish?" And then that this sparked this argument about what is a fish. And what does it mean to be a fish? And surely it's uh, you know, and then uh, a, 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 ver- a vertebrate with, with with gills, and it's cold blooded and yada yada yada. But yeah, but, but then but, they don't always have the gills, do they, Dave? Exactly. But, proved, but, but yeah. if you imagine a Venn diagram, mm-hmm. like there are out, there are outliers where you say, right, perhaps this this particular fish is warm bodied, but it does have gills, and it is an, a vertebrate. But it's still a fish kind of thing and it, but all, uh, what I'm saying is all up. these things apply to cocktails as well like so you, you, you could come up with uh, 
10 definitions of a cocktail which, which apply to most cocktails but then you go oh this is an outlier then this is a cocktail but it doesn't but but these definitions don't apply to it mm-hmm. it's it, it, it's just a it, it's a weird linguistic uh, a linguistic little uh, yeah 100% and, and I think the biggest thing I'm, I'm going to argue mm-hmm. is that it's the perception of the customer who's ordering it because ah, the guest you mean the, the customer <laughs> Um, because we were speaking actually um, about our last menu that we lodged downstairs in Baba about one of the drinks that I was putting forward we might end up doing it in future menus was taking off wine um, and sort of almost recarbonating it and um, maybe adding some flavour to it as well maybe some coconut or something sure but carbonating wine and then serving it into a wine glass but it's on the cocktail list but it's, that's even less ingredients because there's not even water added to that like soda water it's yeah. just being carbonated CO2 being added to it with some flavour and that is a cocktail right mm-hmm. so on our cocktail list would be one of our wild card cocktails so some kind of process has been added to it or some yeah this, but then a gin and tonic you wouldn't add the process to it would you but, but then it does have the, de- the definition of more than one ingredient or more than two ingredients. Yeah, and maybe what you were saying about outliers, the gin and tonic is an outlier in this situation. Mm-hmm. The gin and tonic is what people per- perceive to be a cocktail, but actually doesn't fulfill the definition of what yeah. maybe in the grand per- scheme of things a cocktail should be defined as. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So it's div- so I shouldn't argue, so maybe the argument that a white wine, a white wine spritzer is like a gin and tonic Mm-hmm. isn't the argument that should be made yeah because it's arguing versus an outlier a white wine spritzer isn't a manhattan it's got a manhattan has three ingredients I have, for me a manhattan has to have three ingredients so the yeah, yeah, bitter yeah. is from such a strong part an old-fashioned has to have three ingredients it's such but a look at the um uh oh fuck trambian scotch you mean um screwdriver no no, f- no that's no, a vodka no. orange rusty nail <laughs> So, is this, so, right, okay, this is the customer perception <laughs> thing, right? Customer Rusty perception thing. Is one yeah, no, but customer perception thing. Someone orders a vodka and orange, it's not mm. a cocktail. Someone orders a screwdriver, it's a cocktail. And that is because of when they are ordering it, what they are perceiving that they are ordering. Yeah. Surely. And the rusty nail. Is, <laughs> is this a screwdriver drives in a rusty nail? That, that was where my, my mind was going there. Um, not gonna have much luck with the screwdriver in a rusty nail. Rusty rust nail is definitely a, a cocktail. Definitely a cocktail. Well. It's got two, two ingredients. ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even need to stir it. Although there's no, there's no, yeah, pro- there's yeah. no process that's going through it. Mm. It's same with a Negroni, I guess. There's no real process with putting three ingredients in a glass with ice. Yeah. Is there with a garnish? Then, then I mean to go down another rabbit hole. Is, is no, ice no. a garnish? Yeah. Is it not? Sorry, is ice part of an ingredient? I know. What I mean. Yeah. Um, is the stirring itself enough of a enough of a process to make it a cocktail? See, these are all like, but 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 then at the same time, there's something in common sense which just tells you that it's a cocktail as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a perception. It, yeah, it's a perception. It's purely perceptual. Yeah. Well, but then, cocktail. but then linguistically, does the word cocktail actually have any meaning if you can't define it? Same with a fish. <laughs> you know. If you can't define a fish and you can't say... Like, well, you can define a fish. That wasn't, that wasn't the argument that I think that was being made. The, the, the fish is more like the, all the things that we now call fish don't have the same common ancestor, whereas or do have same, same, they're not from the same genus or they're not from the same organism. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas in other things, they like some some fish came from like amphibian like creatures. Uh-huh. So I don't think that's this. I don't think that's exactly the same. That wasn't quite what we were arguing about when we were talking about fish, though, was it? What you guys it? were talking about gills. You were talking about uh, being cold blooded. You were talking about being invertebrates. Uh, but in in any case, that was after that we was, found the answer on Google. Yeah, anyway, that was but, yeah. quite interesting, wasn't it, to Jimmy? Yeah. That? So I think a cocktail week's null and void. It's not a cocktail. Someone orders it's a not a cocktail. Someone orders a white wine spritzer. You heard it here first, ladies Someone and gentlemen. Someone orders a white wine spritzer. You heard it here Someone first, ladies and gentlemen, on Grapefruit Cheese, the drinks podcast. The white wine spritzer is not a cocktail. Oh, cheers, Jamie. Let's have another, um, another shot of Jägermeister. Yeah. Uh, manifest. Oh. Christ almighty. It's, it's, well, it's not that nice, is it? It's, I think it's delicious. Uh, Love yeah. it. So, uh, Jamie, that, that, that leads us quite a, into quite a good segue uh, to um, story time. Is it? Yeah. What was the segue? Um, well, you're going to question my definition of the segue now. <laughs> What's happening now? So what yeah, is a so, segue? Yeah. A segue is only a segue when you say it's a segue, surely. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a, a bridge almost between one topic and another. Yeah, so we're going to finish off this week with a wee story time. And as uh, Dave did the one last week, which, I mean, let us know what you thought of that story. It was kind of depressing and sad. And was it? To me, it didn't really make much sense either. Didn't make any sense. I was really drunk. Yeah. In any case. Um, so this week, it is my turn. Right. And so this, this, is story... go- this is going to be less depressing than No, this is a great story. Right. It's one of, one of my favourite nights I've ever had working in a bar. You've not told me this story? Mm, I don't think so. I may have told it, but you, with all things, you don't really listen to what I, I say. Really. Sorry, so, what did you say? Uh, so, um, <laughs> this goes all the way back to when Glasgow hosted the Commonwealth Games. Wow, that's a long, long time ago, bro. 14? 14. Um, and I was in my second job. Well, I was in my first job in hospitality in Glasgow, and my second job. I was working at Bamboo, which is a little nightclub in still town. Still there? <laughs> it's still there. Oh. Uh, three rooms, everyone knows Bamboo. Pummeling out, no cocktails. Mm, no, and uh, pummeling out, spirit mixers. There's not even any draft beer in bamboo. Mm. Was there draft beer on oh, one of the bars? There was draft beer. Spirit mixers. What you mean cocktails? Uh, no, um, no white wine spritzers. <laughs> uh, bamboo. Um, I, but I also for the for the Commonwealth Games, which was for two weeks, for uh, for the first day of the Commonwealth Games, I also took another job. Uh, at the social on Royal Exchange Square. Wow. The social on Royal Exchange Square sells more shamboard than any other place in the UK. I think maybe Europe. Really? Yeah. Um, just through French martinis. It was cocktails, um, but Cosmos, French martinis, things with candy floss on them, Solero, everything very sweet. Cool. But it was a, it's a venue open from 11am until 3am, seven days a week. Ridiculous targets. Targets that the Commonwealth Cafe would hit in a week, social was doing on a Friday night. Really? Like mental levels. It's still like that? Yeah. It's just got seven stations, eight stations on the bar. Jesus. It was yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, Would you be recruiting some of these people? Uh, <laughs> you I, must well, have a good myself and Ryan Mowat both worked there. And oh, David okay. Robinson is now down in Manchester. Wow. Um but it was that two weeks of the Commonwealth was I will never work a two weeks like that. Um I worked eleven until eleven at the social and then we'd go and start at Bamboo at half 11 and work until like four in the morning. And I did that six days a week for two weeks. And it was like, it was ridiculous. Um, uh, so I can never complain about a work environment ever again. Mm. But um, 
This story concerns a night in the in the social. Uh, it was just after. Fucking, I've not even started the story yet. Yeah, this was just the context. You asked it was going to be a long story. So this it's been three pre- and a half. This, this has been the, three and a half minutes. It's the preamble. Jesus Christ! It was the week after the Commonwealth Games, <laughs> and I was doing a close. It was one of my first closes. Anyway, um, we uh, we had some great young managers on in the unit that size. The social, loads of managers, and some of them were amazing. Some of them wasn't too keen on but it was one night where a guy that had started at the same time as me was relatively quiet but um he had just won 500 pounds on an accumulator that day um and he came in and he was absolutely buzzing everyone's having a great time it was me this guy harvey and johnny was the manager just the three of us on for the close and the thing about the social is there was a nightclub directly underneath the social yeah the shimmy club fucking heard of it yeah, so me neither until I started working at the social. But directly underneath, share a fire escape with Shimmy Club, does right. the social. So what happened was it was really quiet. So Johnny decided after the craziness of the previous two weeks in the Commonwealth and with Harvey winning this 500 pound accumulator, and what we would do is instead of shutting at three as we normally did, we're going to shut at half one with no one in the unit. Right. Shimmy Club's open until three. So what we did is. Johnny shut the place, half one, and then as me and Harvey were starting to get cleaned down, he said, no boys, I'm not doing that. Um, come with me. And we went round into the fire escape, round down into Shimmy Club, mm-hmm. straight onto the dance floor, and had a night out in Shimmy for the next hour and a half on Johnny Johnny's money and Harvey's 500 pound accumulator win. Wow. And danced and had an absolute belter of a night. And then about half past three in the morning, went back up and closed the social. <laughs> and then uh, went home. And I just think it was like, compared to the depressing story that you did last week. That's a phenomenal I thought story. That was, I thought that was an absolutely phenomenal story. Nice. I realise now I might need to edit out the names of them and the name of the manager. <laughs> he doesn't work for them anymore. Work, no, no, he doesn't work for them anymore. No, didn't say his second name, did I? I don't even know if I could tell you his second name. But no, I just think, you know, sometimes people say really bad things about they're G1. Not, yeah. And there are some tred- horrendous stories about how people are treated by G1. I didn't. I had a good time with G1, mm. due to some some nice people like that. That's dead nice, Julie. Yeah. Mm. You had any nights like that ever? Um. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say there are some benefits to working in hospitality. Sometimes, you know, people that you know, you know, the the the, the kind of solidarity that exists yeah. with, with hospitality stuff. I, I guess. Getting reduced yeah. rates on drinks and places. Yeah, all that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely preferential Jimmy. service as well. That's always a nice one. Yeah. Huh. Well done, Jimmy. Thanks. Well, yeah, thanks for the patronising comment, Dave. Yeah, um, as ever, yeah. Well, I mean, shall we do a little vote on the on the uh, on the Facebook page? A little poll. See oh. which whose story the, the listeners prefer? Because I think might I think, you know, they'll prefer because nah, people just vote vote for you out of sympathy. Uh or recency bias. I was. I hope. I was hoping you were going to say recency bias. <laughs> but uh, okay, sympathy. Uh, but I think uh, on that on that note, mm. we'll uh, we'll draw this podcast to an end. This beer break because you know we both need to get back to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got lots of things uh, planned for the, for the podcast. You mean we're, 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 we're going to have like two uh, two or three feature length podcasts. Like we, we have uh, we have them planned as it were with. Uh, yeah. Very special guests. Let's not let's not say who they yeah, are. But let's little maybe a little hint in hint, that in, yeah, in yeah, that perhaps. for the first time ever we're going to have people back on the podcast. Oh yeah, I guess we haven't done that, have we? Yeah, so wow. that's exciting. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, and so then, who was your favourite guest? Maybe we should ask the listeners that. Yeah. I always oh. think it's embarrassing to ask these things because no one ever gets back to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, if you feel like, you know, commenting and saying who's the favourite guest, your, your favourite podcast oh, you ever okay, listen we'll to. We'll put a poll on, uh, on our Facebook thing. Okay. So that's what we'll do. That's going to be embarrassing for some people. Uh, no, no, because uh, I mean, I yeah, mean, no, us. Well, I mean, us because no one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no one. Will put. Uh, anyway, but anyway, um, but yeah, and also some some new ones uh, with some more sort of mini travels, uh, you know, to go and do some podcasts, which would be fun. I would say though, Jimmy, that uh, we, I, I certainly wouldn't do this podcast unless unless people like people come up to me and tell me that, that they listen to the podcast mm-hmm. and that they enjoy it, and I wouldn't, and and it's a very small amount of people, mm-hmm. but. I, I appreciate that, and yeah. it, it it drives me forward. Like the, the people actually enjoy this, and I just I don't know. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, thanks that, for uh, thanks for the, you guys. The, like, everyone that's that's supported us over the past like what has it been a year and a half? Months, yeah. yeah, honestly, um, it, it it's been fantastic, and uh, and like our I guess you could say. Could, Careers. Uh, we've spoken about this before. Like mm-hmm. people talk about their careers and positivity. Yeah. Like that. That's a bit cringeworthy. But like, th- this this has been the highlight of of my career. Yeah, me too. And uh, and I love people telling me that they like listening to the podcast. So it's an intensely personal thing to do this. Isn't it, it is. Yeah. Um. And for for you guys to want to listen to us mumble on. Yeah. Is is yeah, it's an amazing thing. So yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you, the listener, yeah. and thank you, you, Jimmy, and uh, thank you, you, thank you, Dave. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but most importantly, thanks to the listener, and thanks to all our guests we've had on the past as well, and thanks to you know, yeah. so we, uh, thanks to you know whoever's hosted us, and you know, this isn't the last podcast we're doing. No, on that soppy note, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, I've been cheese. Uh, no, you haven't. No, I've been great. You've been the other one. Yeah, I've been great for it. I've been the other one. Yeah, well. you've been Dave. Um, Grapefruit and cheese. Yeah. Thanks, podcast. And we'll uh, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye.